Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 102nd episode of the Hungry Gamers Podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio-Technica. I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8bit. Joined today, my other two tips of the spear, Miss Ali Hart, who can be found at Miss Ali Hart, and Salim the Dream Abraham, who can be found at Salim TD. What is going on, you sexy beasts? Hello. Glad we're a tip of a spear. I don't know where that was going. I question whether we're still a spear. We're not a trident if there's three points. Yeah, I probably should have thought that through a little bit more. It's Um, all right. Maybe we all combine to form one big tip. Maybe we're all one third of a a spearhead. (laughs) Just the tip. (laughs) You know, we are the hung gamers after all. Oh, God. Fantastic start. (laughs) (laughs) We're bringing that back from the dead. Back from the dead. So, um,. Yeah, we're here for a hundred and second time. Uh, brilliant episode last week, by the way, with uh, our boy Nato J filling in uh, and doing an absolute bang up job. You guys, chemistry out the wazoo. Thank you, Tangents Nato. left, right, and center. Um, but yeah, so we're we're doing things a little different. We're going to have sort of two episodes dropping within the space of you know five six days. Uh, you know, but we're pretty pretty eager and excited. We're on a high off that hundredth episode, two weeks yonder. Mm-hmm. But we're back talking some games with the A team. NATO is part of the D team, but uh, he's working his way up the ranks. <laughs> he's working his way up the ranks. What are, what's B and C composition? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just void. You know, that's like the proving grounds. <laughs> Would rather not release for Team B, not release for Team C, and then if that for some reason isn't an option, if there's like a hostage situation and we have to mm-hmm. absolutely have to put a podcast out. Um, Nato, you, you're getting called up. Yeah, he's the point man for Team D. Thank uh, you, But Nato. anyway, how you guys been? Tell me all the things. What have you been doing? What have you been playing? Fill me in, please. <laughs> I've been um, feeling like a bit of a social outcast in the sense that um, everyone else has been playing, I don't know, some game at the moment that I haven't heard of. Um, but, you know, something about Gears Vikings. Uh, yeah, I think it is Gears of War because it's like G-O-W. So it must be Gears of War, right? Mm-hmm. Has um, to be. Has, has to, to be. be. But I've been playing a very popular game at the moment. Um, it's, uh, it's called Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. And I've got to say, for right now, this must be the best game out where a guy, big burly guy, is looking after a young boy. I think right now at this stage that this is the best game out that is um, kind of showing that kind of relationship, I believe. Um. Yeah, the, the, the market is definitely starved for sort of parental yeah. uh, you know, storytelling in video gaming at the moment. So I, I can definitely exactly. understand where you're coming from there. Yeah, and, you know, coordinating some fighting scenes with said, you know, child. So I'm glad that Yakuza 6 is bringing that to all of us. Um, It's absolutely fun, by the way. A lot of story in there and a lot of great characters, a lot of great voice uh, voice work as well. Um, One thing that I wanted to point out about it, though, is there's 
times where the skin texture is absolutely amazing. Like you see like pores and follicles and hairs and everything like that. And you're just like, wow. And then within the same scene, everything just goes bland. And then it goes back and then it's like follicles and then it's bland again. It's like they only had so much of a budget, so they kept it for close-ups. It's weird. What are you, what are you playing it on? Uh, PlayStation. Ah. That's what I've yeah. played to the PlayStation 4. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Are you, have you played any of the other ones? Well, I was actually mentioning to Brendan, I, I thought I hadn't, but... Um, there is a character in there who runs a place called Sky Finance, and I know I definitely played him. So I'm going to have to go back and figure out that I like what was the game that I actually played. Oh, the audience can get to me and tell me what it was. Um, so, yeah, I kind of... I ha- back in my head told me that I was going to like this game. And, yeah, turns out I was 100% right. And I- I'm loving it because one of the main elements that you have to do is eat. You need to make sure that you eat. So uh, keep those calories up, uh, keep those energy levels mm-hmm. up. I've been eating such healthy foods as fried chicken, uh, hamburgers, and all other good stuff that a growing Yakuza man needs. <laughs> it sounds like a pretty big parallel to my life, minus the uh, you know Japanese sort of mafia attachment to it. But uh, you know, there's still oh, time. But there was that one 31. time. I, I could get in touch with uh, some Japanese heavy hitters. Hit me up. I'm sure you, on the socials. Do you not have a, a koi on your arm or am I thinking of someone else? I do. That's like my own self-instilled initiation into uh, into the Yakuza. You know, I figure right. they see that and they're like, you know, he's he's ready to go. He's, he's one of uh, us. He can work his way up the ranks. You know, I'll, I'll give him a pinky if they ask. You know, I know that's sort of a, a sign of shame, but maybe it can be a sign of respect. I'm like, bro, I'm not even in, but here's a pinky and just flick it across the table to him. Uh, well, that's kind that of you. you. I'm sure that's really that. generous. Ali, to, to maybe help your investigation of the game that you think you've played, I hear, um, I heard Tegan from Reset Podcast talk about uh, her experience playing the game, and she's a longtime fan of the, the franchise. Uh, she said that there's like some kind of theater mode where you can see the story developments in the previous Yakuza games up to that point. So maybe there's a hint oh. in there for you. If you go through those to like work out where you Skype that, so I was going to say Sky Finance. I think it came out Sky Fancy, where old Sky Fancy Ooh. came from. That's his new that, name. That's, by the that's way. the nightclub on the top of the bank. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. There yeah. was a sexy club that was in there. That was one of the names of the places that you can walk around. Um, See, more parallels to my life. I was there just the other day. I <laughs> frequent member. Uh, sexy club, don't worry. He's, you know, pulling his own chain. Um, but I wish. <laughs> I wish someone's got a ball. <laughs> yeah, I, wrong, wrong term. Toot my own horn if I could as well. Yeah, all of it. Uh, I wish I'd been to Japan though, because I, I want to know how much they're like keeping true to the environment. Because I've never been to Japan. Sucks. I should have by now, but I haven't. Um, but the environments are really cool. They feel authentic. They feel pretty. Um, pretty grounded even the sound and the atmosphere like when you walk past a shop like one shop as you walk past it like the music will start beating and then as you walk away you hear it fade off and i'm already getting involved in live chat where you get to chat to sexy women and um i also decided to help some random little girl who was apparently okay to talk to a big burly stranger in the street um are you are you burly by choice well he's not burly he's he's fit i guess He's pretty staunch, old Kazuya. 
Yeah. He's a bit, oh, Kazuma, sorry, not not Kazuya. I'm getting bloody Tekken and Yakuza mixed up. There's only one Kazuya. <laughs> but but um, it's interesting because this this game came out in like late last year in the in the Asian market, mm-hmm. and then only got it like sort of uh, expanded out of said region. What like a week ago? Yeah, so, it was only um, only very bit recently. of a staggered release. Yeah, and like, um, I, I I was getting it confused with Yakuza Zero. Like with that release as well, and apparently that game is fantastic. I've got it, and I want to play it. And and I actually bought that, you know, tying Tegan back into this again. I bought that on the back of her glowing recommendations and sort of boasting of it on the uh, on the reset pod probably mm. six months ago or so. But just can't find the damn time, so I'm just going to live through you it. and Tegan in the the yakuza experience yeah but you know playing this yakuza game i actually finally realized i think i know why i don't play most of the mainstream uh story-based games because a lot of the ones that i feel like i don't like you pretty much have to stick to a story like you have to follow the story Mm. least with the ones that i tend to like enjoy more it's more open on what you can do and what you can focus on so, you know, Yakuza, you Red Dead, like, you know, all that sort of stuff. You have all those side missions, like Saints Row as well. Like, I fucking love Saints Row. So, I'm mm. thinking maybe that's where my curveball is. I need more side quests and not follow a story, I guess. That's what I'm Have thinking. you played any of the, the in-game video games yes. in said video game? Yeah, I played... Because I know there's Virtual Fighter Five in there. Oh, I don't think I played that. I played... Was it... Is it Puyo, 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 Puyo. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Puyo, Puyo. I got, I got really addicted to that. And they didn't say it costs money when you jumped on it. And then after playing a bunch of rounds, next you know I jump out of the thing. It's like, oh, you spent money here. I'm like, well, shit. So, I got ripped off. Could have spent mm. that money on a bloody ramen or a burger or or a, yeah something to keep their energy levels up. Some steamed buns. Um, <sighs> but apart from that, I also dabbled in Destiny too. Um, you know that got some new expansion coming out um not gonna say that's the reason why i was i had so many things that needed updating that was the one thing that was updated so it was nice to play it's i guess destiny yeah (laughs) i I was only gonna say sorry we don't have the um i don't think that's in our little agenda later but yeah the trailer for the new expansion came out i think on anzac day or the day before warmind yeah Yeah. for warmind and it looks pretty cool Mm, but I, I'm just worried because the like the the one before that the um what was it Curse of Osiris that DLC looked pretty cool but then it was just over in a blink of the eye okay yeah especially how it ended it's like what what in mm. the piss like you save old mate Osiris and then he's like okay thanks for that I'm going back in catch his leader <laughs> and it's just like what the fuck we've got to go back Marty um yeah mm. I I'm worried about that too you're gonna spend good money and is it gonna be quick is it gonna be I don't know. I loved the idea of Rasputin in the Destiny like universe and all that sort of stuff. I was actually because I I love the whole story behind like real Rasputin, you know, the man that couldn't be killed. Um, but I don't know. It's just Destiny has a bad taste on my tongue, so I don't want to invest in that and then yeah, be let down. But like I said, I'm 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 getting back in in because it's out in like two weeks. Yeah, really? I don't think. I don't think I spent... I don't think I paid for it yet. I don't think you I You haven't did. got the season pass? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I've made that mistake earlier. I'll find out, I guess. Unfortunately. This guy did. Oh, boy. 
Yeah, but that's pretty much all I've been playing at the moment, apart from Stardew Valley. I uh, just said I want to let the public know that uh, me and Elliot finally got married. Thank you. Thank you, oh, everyone. No. Yeah, we got married. Um, it was a lovely wedding. Um, his hair was flowing and glowing. Um, and now he lives in my house and does nothing. What? Wow. Yeah. What a gentleman. Yeah. And does he write poetry about it? He writes books. Or so- is he... Yeah, he writes books. Is yeah. he a writer or a poet? He's Which a, one is he? I think he does both. I think he does all kind of writing. But, like, when you wake up and you're about to go fucking go for the farm and spend all day working on the farm, and the first thing that he says in the morning, he goes, "You're gonna, are you going to be okay looking after the farm by yourself? And I'm like, fuck you, man. So I've got a trophy husband. But he brings me coffee. Is, is he much of a trophy, though? He's a trophy. He's Fabio. He's, he's a nice-looking dude. He's got some good locks. He dresses nicely. Okay. But, um, it's half the battle. Yeah. yeah, it is half the battle. So I've got a trophy husband. Yay me. We'll see. Maybe he'll do something interesting later down the line. I don't know. Lesson learned, I guess. One can only hope. <sighs> Maybe he pens a novel that like gets him famous. That's what I'm hoping. Oh, I'm hoping like, there's like some that... segment. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Is that possible? Still a book. I don't know. I have no idea. And, and I, then if, you if, could have if, your own if... help and you can both be like, you know, creatures of leisure. Well, exactly. It, like my like, if I knew yeah. what how useless he was gonna be, maybe I wouldn't have married him. Well, that's probably a bit of a lie. But oh well, mistakes were made. Divorce is inevitable. All this and more in the future soap opera that is my life in Stardew Valley. But how about you guys? <laughs> well, let me tell you about a little game called God of War. Never heard of it. Not not Gears of War. I finished that too. Um, I've quickly moved on to another Gao-based game. Um, okay. Holy shit. Uh, this game is something special. Something special. Like, I'm going to avoid the story because I don't want to spoil anything because you need to experience this yourselves. But it's one of the best games I've played in years. It is so well done in every aspect Sony set like Santa Monica Studios have done an exceptional job putting this thing together the combat is tight the story is great the relationship between Kratos and Atreus is fantastic um, you know you sort of see Kratos out of his element because obviously he's not a nurturing father figure by any stretch of the imagination um, so seeing him trying to come to terms with that after the past that he's lived, you know, where he's literally a god killer and all that other stuff from the previous previous uh, iterations of God of War is phenomenal. Uh, it's one of the best looking games on console I've ever seen. Uh, but it sounds like my PlayStation 4 Pro is going to blow up every time it gets to a, a massive like HDR optimized area where there's really contrasting light conditions. Oh. The fan in it nearly like blows the roof off the damn house. Um, and I was worried at first that maybe my, my, my pro was bloody acting up, but I asked a few other people that played on it too, and they're like, no, that's that's just what this game does to it. Um, yeah, so right. I think Santa Monica have just stretched every little millimeter out of that PS4 Pro that they could. I think it's right to the like sort of the, the threshold as far as what it could output. Um, but you can see it in everything. The voice acting's top-notch. The, like, the musical score is phenomenal. Uh, the environments are great and varied. The you know the host of characters you meet along the way is great. 
the tone is fantastic it's visceral um it's it's nuts it is so 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 good um i haven't finished yet i think i've got about probably 15 percent to go just based off my completion percentage and sort of side quests and stuff so i'm i'm just about at the end of the main storyline but i've been doing so many side quests like similar to what ali was saying like uh, once you eating chicken once you get to sort of lakes lakes of the nine um now i've been eating green potions that replenish my hp sadly no food um outside of said green little potions but um yeah uh it's it's great there's so many different random side quests to go on and and like hunting and finding lore uh that atreus deciphers you know which is in sort of the greek the greek tongue which he can uh the norse tongue sorry which he can read where where Kratos obviously comes from the the Greek background. He's not fluent in uh, in that verbiage, so um, it's cool seeing them little moments and and sort of reading about the gods and the history of this person and that person and certain creatures and areas and the mythos. It's so fucking good. I've just been enjoying every minute of this game so far, and yeah, it's it's feeling like the only thing in my mind just from what i know is on the radar is red dead redemption 2 might rival it for this year but outside of that i don't think anything can hold a candle to this game for this year interesting interesting g-o-t-y talk already yeah yeah for me it feels like that just just the sheer amount of enjoyment i get out of everything i do in this game like i just get lost in it and uh rachel's been sitting with me sort of doing a watch along as i play and even she um, even though she's not playing, I've offered to sort of, you know, controller for controller, you know, when things happen, she's like, no, she just wants to watch along and she's even hooked. And then we talk about it afterwards and things like that. So it just this constant God of War energy is running through the house and it's so fucking good. Get that's it right. Really, that's really interesting that you said that she's enjoying watching it because um, I've been watching it on streams because I really didn't have any um, anticipation of playing the game. I played the other two briefly and i didn't like the game style i felt like it was too button bashy hack and slash um so i've just been watching people play it and i find it extremely boring Ooh. it's an opinion really? it's an opinion I'm what's, your, I, I, what's I can... your what's your reason like what what's boring about it is it um that there's not enough happening or is it that the combat seems repetitive combat i suppose seems, like viewing... combat seems repetitive really mm. well the viewing it, versus like the the playing i think there are always two different experiences but like I, I haven't played this game but i remember from god of war i want to say god of war 2 um which is many moons ago as well so mm. probably not fair to compare but god of war 2 was repetitive as fuck um to me the, the combat the, one the combat is is similar to obviously the this the original games but Having Atreus as your little side companion where he's got his little bow and he can sort of, um, you know, aggro certain enemies to distract them, to leave them open to, obviously, uh, Kratos going in and attacking with his fists or with the Leviathan Axe, which is new to the game. Obviously, he didn't have Mm. that in games past and you can use it almost as a boomerang. You can throw it out, hit enemies, then retract it back in so it can then hit enemies on the way back through. You get some Mm. pretty crazy combinations of attacks going on. Um, and, and I will admit, yeah, in the early piece, when you didn't have the XP levels to maybe buy some new skills, you were limited in sort of the way you could take enemies to task. But now there is so much shit going on and there's just viscera flying everywhere and we're just poning noobs left, maybe, right Maybe I've been watching people play too early. Maybe that's it. 
I like that Brendan's had to come to the defense of a game that's like absolutely killing it right now. <laughs> I know. And um, like, it's not the first time that I've kind of shown a disinterest into a popular game. Um, hmm. But like, yeah, like I said, like, I like I am not interested in playing it. I, but I'm not saying it's not a good game. Fucking everyone says it's the most amazing game and fucking out there. So you know I'm gonna be the wrong one. And I haven't played it, so you know my I'd, opinion I'd say, is invalid. I, I, no, not really. I can understand where you're coming from. Like I think yeah, I've got more of an attachment to it, obviously, because I'm I'm living it directly, where I'm controlling all these outcomes and things. And and I think because Rachel's beside me. And she can see me getting bloody hot and flustered or angry or bloody worked up. Maybe that's sort of adding to that sort of third part, third person sort of off the couch viewing experience for her. I don't know, because I have been getting animated here and there when things have been going, going pretty sort of uh, pretty heated on in sort of various fights and stuff like that and mm. been pretty touch and go. Um, so maybe that's adding to it. But yeah, maybe just sitting sort of viewing someone on stream it would sort of uh lose a little bit of that shine yeah and who knows maybe mm. the pers- people i've been watching have just been shit that's a good possibility mm, too maybe we we uh, talked about streaming it but i didn't want to disconnect myself from the game to interact with anybody else so we're just like no playing it offline very smart so, very very smart yeah mm. so what else have you been playing it's cool did you want to say something else then sam or no, no, I was just going to say, like, it is, it, it looks cool. I am very keen to actually play it, which I will have time to do in the next week. Um, oh, so you're going to play it too? But yeah. Oh, yeah, just to, like, just to be the final say um, in this, in this, what is clearly a very polarizing discussion. Hey, if there's um, one thing I've learned from the roast, no one takes my opinion say. seriously, so it's okay. No one, no one's listening to me. <laughs> it's all right. I, I listen. I listen to you. I listen. I like your opinions, but no, it's it's seriously, it's it's something else. Uh, it's it's another home run for Sony. Um, yeah, it's it's one of the best experiences I've had in in a long, 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 long time. That's good. And we play we play more Fortnite too, and holy fuck, that's a roller coaster of emotions that game. Yeah, like, and not as not as in like I'm I'm feeling a whole mixture it's just one end or the next it's either i'm, I'm having a great time or i fucking hate this game is there's sort of no in between it feels like yeah um, i know that feeling and it changes within a second like it's either you land and you get wrecked by someone that somehow landed with you within the first two minutes of the game or you make make it to the final 20 that seems to be the two ends of the spectrum i encounter it's either i'm in the last dance or I'm dead 10 seconds into the damn game. Well, I think when you play it, like, you have... It can only really go those two ways, in my experience, because, like, 50 people die in the first five minutes, straight away. Um, And it's purely on where you drop. And if you're dropping anywhere, like, on any of those major, like, city, like, town things on, like, the line that your bus is going, you're either going to come out with, like, a sniper an RPG and like purple everything mm. or you're dead straight away. Um, and then if you do what I like to do, which is like go veer off to like the distance out yonder somewhere and then just mm-hmm. like scrounge around for scraps, you're in the top 20, but you're limping in with like fucking a gray, um, like semi-auto and some grenades and all, and and all the bandages or something. <laughs> and all the bandages in the world for some weird reason but like nothing actually decent um that said 
Yeah, I totally agree. It is an absolute roller coaster. I've had a really shit time with it as well this week in that I've been lagging like crazy, which I can't seem to work out if it's me or the servers. Um, probably You've been me. playing on PlayStation? Yeah, I have. I, I think it's the cross-platform delay now because we were playing with um, one of the guys we know last night who was on PlayStation. We were on PC and he was saying he had like a 250 millisecond bloody ping. So he was copping it real bad. Yeah, Rachel and I were, you know, twenty seconds or, or twenty milliseconds or nineteen milliseconds or something. So maybe it's just that cross-platform handshake that's given him a bit of issue. Yeah, it was yeah. it was really frustrating. But it's um it's cool. They've introduced the sticky grenade this week, I think. And what was the other one? Oh, and they took yeah they took the remote, um, control RPG out as well. Yeah, the remote so... rockets. Yeah, so. It's been interesting. I don't know. Did you play any of the 50 on 50 matches? They're, they're obviously the easier way to go when you're trying to cut your teeth in this game. Um, we won every one of those 50 on 50s bar one. Um, but when we're dropping down to squads or duos, that's when uh, that's when the short and curlies are getting ripped out against my will pretty quickly. Um, yeah. But yeah, 50 v 50 is a good way to dip a toe into Fortnite, I find, uh, because there's sort of obviously more distractions for enemies to attack and vice versa. So you can sort of poke around and explore more and try and find more loot. Mm. But the building mechanics still, I'm, I'm getting better at it, but I'm still definitely weakest on that side of the game. I can shoot okay, but mm. in that end game, it just seems like you're shooting at somebody and the next thing that 17 stories in the air in some building and you're just like, fuck, I'm on the ground still. I forgot to build up too. Shit. Mm. And then you're yeah. dead. I want to like this game, it's- I really do, but I don't know, I think I'm too programmed into the PUBG kind of mentality, I don't know. Like Nasi said, he'll teach me, he'll show me the way. Um, I, a little bit of me died <laughs> just saying that, but um, I don't know, I feel like I should be enjoying it, or there is an element of fun in there, um, but something's restricting mm. me. Talent? It's, well, oh, I, I just it's probably to... talent. It's probably no. Uh it's it's hard. Like I, <laughs> I, I find it hard to believe that you can't enjoy this game. I think this game's just this game's just sugar. Um you know I'll tell you what though, it's been rotting my teeth sometimes then if we're gonna go with sugar. Yeah, look, it, it it's the but PUBG's just as bad for that. But um it's I, I, I think it's easy. I think it's fun, it's easy. I can't take it seriously either. Like uh. I can't like as much as I want to win and I, I haven't gotten a first place in this in solo either but like as much as I want to win I never really give a fuck if I come third or second or something that's uh, fair which has happened a couple of times now yeah I don't know it's just fun it's just mindless fun hmm. yeah on on the topic of mindless fun and looping in PUBG Ali what did you think of war mode playing the other day oh yeah hmm I like I don't know. I liked that if I died, um, I was back alive. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't like. I don't. I don't know if I like it. I, I only played. It's pretty chaotic. Yeah, it it is. It was it was very chaotic. Um, I see what angle they were going with. I don't know if that's a mode for me. Um, maybe it's because like it was my first. Like I think I only played two rounds, and I was still kind of just figuring out how to play it but you guys definitely knew what the frick you were doing so <laughs> um yeah i don't know maybe i need to give it a few more goes but i just yeah i wasn't feeling it mm. dream what have you been playing outside of Fortnite? 
Mate, I'll be like really quick. I've just been playing a bit more Hearthstone, um, which is going exactly as you would probably imagine. Just lots of cards being thrown down on the digital table. Um, the solo uh, component of the expansion actually drops this week um, or at time of listening today. Uh, <laughs> which puts pressure on the edit, but yeah, it's actually, it's coming out on, it's meant to be coming out here in, um, the wonderful region of Oceania comes out, uh, on Friday, the 27th and correct. Yeah. I'm super keen for that. Um, and I'm just kind of like still learning the cards and learning all the new decks that are absolutely dominating in the meta um outside of that not many games played although i did have the very fortunate um i don't even know if you could call it like the fortune uh i came across a wonderful twitch stream which i'm not a twitch person like i don't watch twitch streams as i'm sure you guys are well aware uh, but I was really craving playing Warcraft 3 after last week's podcast ah. with NATO and Ali. Mm. And I thought, like, at the very least, just go and, and check out uh, a Warcraft 3 stream on Twitch. And that's when I discovered NetEase, um, which features on Thursday nights. It is a Twitch stream. It's this weird Twitch stream where they play Warcraft 3 kind of at the base of like a stripper pole and they've got strippers just kind of dancing around like oh, not wow. really strippers but just dancers dancers um what? not stripping on twitch on twitch they show yeah this. they're not stripping they're just dancing but then and they're not even dancing really they're just kind of like um, and they just sort of holding the pole like doing a bit of a shuffle well there's no, and also there's no pole it was just kind of the only way i could explain it they're like scantily clad women on the platform which the computer PC is set up on, so they're standing like above and over the players. Is it? Um, is it like those? Remember those little desktop dancers that you could have, and they're like scantily clad, and they would dance to your music. Is it kind of like that, but real life? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but it what? is real life, and it does sound like that. Yeah. Oh no, Brendan, you know what I'm talking about, yeah? I know what you're talking okay, about. Okay, thank God. All right. Yeah. I thought I was showing my How age. do I not? I, I'm kind of disappointed that I don't. Um, anyway, do yeah, found that. That was fun. And Warcraft 3 is cool because of it. So, <laughs> if um, yeah, um, it's a coin toss for me between that and Age of Mythology to do the Age of Mythology showdown that mm. um, we talked about after last week's episode between yourself, NATO, and I. I don't think NATO's that good at Age of Empires. He couldn't be. Like I said, it, like him saying that he is some champion over beating me is no feat whatsoever. <laughs> it's nothing to gloat. Yeah, didn't he reckon he was like on the pro circuit or some bullshit? <laughs> what? Eh? Didn't he oh. say he was like part of a pro circuit way back when? Oh, well, I. Mm, this is a guy that says he was a stripper, who said he had a fight club, like, you know. I I believe those things. I believe. Um, <laughs> those are the believable I believe ones. all of it. With NATO, I'll believe all of it. I, I just think he was like a pro in the Subiaco Open or something. Like, it was maybe not the biggest AOE tournament uh, that there was this side of the equator i don't so, know they're pretty far removed in uh wa you know they don't have much to do over there so maybe they're just it's, it's like currently the, the east the hub of aoe <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I feel bad. We're just shitting on um, one third of this great nation. Uh, to all of our WA listeners, I stand with you. Hashtag stand for WA. <laughs> yeah, get that trending. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's gonna be hot. Yeah. The uh, hung gamers stand with WA or stand yeah. for WA. Which one did you say? With NATO and, and Nasi in WA. Nasi's in WA as well, right? No. Nasi lives like two hours from me, man. He's in Queensland. Oh, my bad, Nasi. Sorry, mate. <laughs> so, I'll hang on. You're just, sta- you're just standing with NATO. Hashtag NATO and the miners. Hung gamers stand firm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Print that on a shirt. <laughs> oh, God. On that note, should we move our way into some news headlines? Mm-hmm. This week's news headlines. So the first big ticket item on this week's news headlines, Campo Santo, the fantastic developer behind Firewatch, has been acquired by Valve. Hmm. What in the heck do you think of that? I know, Dream, you've got a, a, a you know, especially large soft spot for Campo Santo on the back of Firewatch. What do you think of this? I do. Good thing, I, bad thing? Do I? I do. I did like it. Um, I don't know. Good thing or bad thing? Who knows? They're a small company. Um, yeah, 12, 12 person team. Is it them or is it more? I know 12 moved over. Um, yeah, good or bad? I don't know. Fuck. They, they were working like- on a few things, including like Firewatch the movie, weren't they? Wasn't that, isn't that still a thing? Really? That's still a thing, and they were working on Valley of the Gods, which was a first-person adventure set in 1920s Egypt. Right. But, uh, Valve have confirmed that that game will continue Yeah. Uh, as far as the development cycle goes. Uh, I, I guess it can't be a bad thing if they still get given the same amount of f- creativity and freedom uh, to, their, to their thoughts going to the market. But, you know, Valve is a pretty big company. No doubt they want to put their DNA into into Campo Santo a little bit. So mm. you we'll see what happens. Like a VR thing? Like maybe... Because their game design seems very... Um, like transferable to a VR. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great way of putting it. I, and I agree with that. Yeah. Um, Ma- maybe. Would, wouldn't mm. surprise me. Like obviously, Campo... I think majority of their staffing was from Telltale if I remember right, way back when, which is yeah, more so narrative-based gaming outlet where they've got their, their formula down to a fine science and they just reskin it with every new offshoot that they bring out. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what this means for Campo Santa. I don't know if they're going to get their workforce doubled, tripled, quadrupled, whatever, and they're going to invest in new tech or what. Well, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think it's either the, the Valley of the Kings thing they're working on needs more money or that they are being poached to work on a new project which hasn't been announced yet. Mm. Um, I feel like it's probably going to be one of those two reasons. Mm. Maybe they're partnering up to finally take down PewDiePie and get him some more strikes on YouTube and take him down for good. Maybe that's what's going to happen. They did do oh, that, didn't maybe. they? Yeah. They did do that. Yeah. yeah and then remember that. the PewDiePie army, the bros, the bro army, whatever they are. Remember then they came back and tanked the reviews for Firewatch. And that's what brought in the new review structure for Steam. So maybe this is the, the main event of PewDiePie versus Campo Santo. God, that Watch name. this space. Fucking Campo Santo. What does it sound like? Is it food? Is it a location? 
Is it a really bad gang? Every time you say Campo Santo, <laughs> it just doesn't sound like a it company. It just sounds like... It's, it sounds like some yobbos. It's like, what are you doing this weekend? Oh, going down to Campo Santo. Taking the kids like, down to Campo Santo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, going camping in Santa Monica or something. That's like the slang way of doing yeah. it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, very boganized way of saying uh, a camping in that Santa Monica. I like that. <laughs> way to crush things. Yes. Yeah, so uh, we probably didn't do that any form of justice. I know it's probably monumental and... Uh, Campo Santo are extremely happy to be part of the valve machine. <laughs> but um, an- another another big uh, news story doing the rounds this week is Microsoft have announced support for Discord. Mm. Obviously, it is the free voice and text chat as well as video chat service, uh, which has taken over TeamSpeak and a few of those other uh, offshoots that are out there. Uh, it's probably become the the voice or the chat service of choice these days mm-hmm. uh, and now it's going to be supported uh via xbox live which which i love i do believe we've ranted about them trying to take this on board last year sometime i feel like we prophesized this in an earlier episode um, i mean i'm happy for us to take that credit yeah yeah so all the so accolades that so, come along with it yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so so this would obviously allow PC, mobile devices, as well as uh, Xbox consoles to all exist in a voice-based chat environment, mm-hmm. which is great because anytime we are playing, uh, let's say, Sea of Thieves, maybe someone's on the Xbox and playing on the laptop, the Xbox Live app for Windows 10 is fucking atrocious. It really is. So doing it via Discord is a big thumbs up from my opinion. Mm-hmm. No, we definitely ran into some issues with Sea of Thieves trying to get any audio done with that with our xbox live and i've just oh, i've just never really enjoyed xbox live it had its good day but that was probably a long time ago i just worry now if i have to link up my discord on xbox i don't want people to see i'm online on xbox i can't hide over there anymore well i can i'll just stay that, offline i'm curious how that's going to work you might have to just hide offline on discord mm-hmm. as well as xbox um, because yeah, I do the same sometimes. It's yeah. it's uh, good to lurk in those shadows, especially yeah. if maybe I'm uh, home from work early or late and uh, playing something on my Xbox. I don't want anyone to see what's going on. I gotta say, that's the one thing I hate about Discord the most is I don't know how many times where I'll be just playing a game and then I'll get a message of like, "What the fuck are you playing?" And I'm like, oh, "What the hell? <laughs> get out of my game. Titty Twister Simulator 2018." Yeah, that doesn't surprise no one. Ripper of a game though. <laughs> What would surprise people the most is Ali playing something mundane as fuck. Like, I don't know. What's like a really just generic game? Like, like playing um, Rocket League. Like Ali playing oh, Rocket yeah. League would probably be the most mm. shocking thing in the world. Um, so it's like, hey, Ali, someone's game. hacked your account. Um <laughs> Like, if I see you playing Tekken 7, I'll put my whole controller down for a moment. I'll just... What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Bizarro. St- Japanese anime stripper games? Totally kosher. Totally normal. Yeah. But otherwise, it's like, it's the raptures here, honey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ali yeah, Hart. Miss, <laughs> Miss Ali Hart is watching Netflix. Would fucking blow my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch Netflix for the first time in ages the other day. What are you watching? Stop the uh, Nailed it. <laughs> oh, 
oh, that's that shitty cooking show. It's so good. It's <laughs> so shit. What? What? It's 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 kind of a shit show, but um, yeah. it's a new cooking show. And is it three or four home three. amateur chefs they bring in, and they are rubbish. Like, can't cook bloody you know two minute noodles to save their lives, and they bring out a. Is it, is it all cakes? It's all desserts, right? It's desserts, it yeah. Main meals Baking as well. goods. Baking goods. Yeah. So a professional chef will come out and say, okay, you guys have to make this. And it'll be some nice fancy cake with like the fondant. And it's a theme. So it'll be like a, a shark attack theme and all this other stuff. And then they have to try and recreate it. And it is so hilarious. And they're just so bad. But then the judges just rip into them and fucking take the piss out of them as well. Yeah, the, the know, judges are no chill. <laughs> Can I, this is a tangent, because I feel like there haven't been enough tangents tonight. Um, On the note of cooking, I didn't realize it was possible to have a bad bowl of spaghetti until yesterday. I had the worst bowl of spaghetti in my fucking life, and I watched the person cook it, like knock it together, and I was just in awe of everything that was happening. They couldn't dice the onion. They were only using onion and minced garlic, no tomatoes, no nothing. They had like the pre-made sauce, which is fine, totally fine. Yeah. Pre-made sauce is cool. But um, they had one tub of, or like one little glass jar of it for 500 grams of pasta, which That's not going to work. <laughs> no, that's not going to work. And I watched this person like put all the pasta into the pot. And I could—I wasn't in a position where I could judge and um, like comment. I was just like, "Oh, so you're using all the pasta? Are you? Oh, okay, interesting, fascinating." <laughs> can, can I ask? Just knowing exactly like how bad this will be in end game. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, can I ask? Did they put some oil and salt in the boiling water before they put the pasta in? Or did they knows. not do that either? Al dente, they they did indeed, and I feel like that gave them false confidence because that kind of tech, like that move of like mixing oil in, it's not a rookie move. You kind of have to know a little bit about pasta to know that you should be doing that. Otherwise, it sticks together, obviously, and the salt as well as to add flavor, I believe. But like that false confidence, I guess, just led them to make all these other bad choices, and. Mm. Uh, yeah, it was awful. And I had to chew my way through what's worse as well. Like just to, um, on serving, the serving size was disgusting. Like I had like two and a half times what a normal bowl of spaghetti should be of this fucking awful spaghetti. And you know, you know what fixes awful spaghetti? Fucking fill it with tasty cheese and just mix it all up. Yeah. There's a there's a point where that becomes offensive, and I was very much on the board. Not not the face of disgust as you watch them bake, uh, as they, you watch them yeah. cook. Not the ugh. And they're like, just oh, judging you from across the table yeah. as you force every spoonful yeah. down. So anyway, I thought I thought I'd just bring that up. That's been a hard one that I've been dealing with for the last twenty four hours. Someone served me uh, tomato yeah. sauce on spaghetti, so. I've heard yeah. of someone doing this. Who, who Tomo does that? Oh, Tomo, you grub. Ali, what's what? Who served you tomato I'm sauce? Trying to remember. I'm thinking it's probably a past uh, past partner of some variety with an incapability to cook, but really doing well by me by making me something. Um, so. Obviously, 
<laughs> obviously not a noteworthy gentleman. Um, <laughs> who, who deserves noteworthiness when they serve you spaghetti and tomato sauce? Yeah. Glad you got rid of that bloke. Um, in the news. Where are we in the news? <laughs> yes, we, we are Segway. to quite... Actually, no, we'll, we'll move this one to the end and we'll just do what I'm aptly calling this little bit the Battle Royale Roundup because that just seems to be in the news every which way, uh, every week it seems like. It is uh, The week, first yeah. one, Ninja, obviously streamer extraordinaire, has uh, gone on to break his own uh, Twitch Twitch uh, live concurrent viewers. Uh, it was over just over 600,000 uh, a little while ago when he had the, the crossover stream with Drake and a few other uh, celebrities. Mm-hmm. And they did a event just this past weekend which cracked in at over 660,000 concurrent viewers at what, one point in time. What was the event? What, what, what was the draw? It was a Fortnite tournament that he hosted in conjunction with a couple of other companies Sorry, cannot remember who they were, but um, it was like a tournament and he played and there was a, a, a group of other like, random people from all walks of life that could, they could pay. I think it was a $70 entry to to compete against Ninja. And if you won the game, I think they did four games. If you won a game, you got two and a half grand. If you killed Ninja in said game, you got two and a half thousand as well. And every uh, amount of money that was paid for the entry fees all went to charity. Okay. Um, and so this was... This was sort of like, I guess, almost like a Ninja Access event. Like he was doing some Q and A and some discussions with fans, and you know, like his his part or his wife, I think she's. More, I don't want to say sure and say his partner. Um, she's obviously managing him, and she was emceeing the whole thing. So they were on stage, interacting and asking questions, talking with fans, and getting live live reads from the audience. And some of the fans, like. They they worship this guy and adore him and admire him and look up to him and and for the most part you know rightfully so, uh, but it's great to see he's got such a positive influence on a lot of people. Uh, we we do constantly talk of these larger than life gaming celebrities and then they come out and do something bad or racially offensive or sexually suggestive or whatever else you know all, all the bad things that you know do the do the run in this gaming space but to date you know touch wood he's been nothing but a stand-up guy for this community and it, it's great that there is sort of this feel-good story out there mm. after a lot of uh shade doing the rounds on, on various other gaming personalities so um yeah crushing it crushing it in didn't the space he sing the N-word? didn't he have a sex tape oh, i don't think there's any negative about sex tape I'm Unless just didn't last very long. I don't know, man. He's he's playing a very wholesome game. Fortnite, not a wholesome. La- There's no sex tape. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, we should start. Too late, Sam. Though. People are searching. People are searching already. Yeah, they've just opened up Bing and they're <laughs> checking it out right now. I definitely stopped someone in their tracks going about their day with that comment. Mm. What? <laughs> they're like, they tape? just stopped walking. Stop walking. Like the fuck. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, but, um, Ninja. Yeah, in so he's one just... long fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, six hundred sixty thousand concurrent viewers on Twitch. On the back of that, with uh, Fortnite, Epic Games have announced one hundred twenty-six million dollars in revenue this past February. 
Um, while the iOS version of the app made $25 million in the first month alone Yay. with an average spend of $1 million per day on in-app purchases. It is fucking insane. Like, I shake my head, but now we now know that all three of us are victims to in-game purchases. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, no, up, we've, we've always bought... Ah, come on. Like, it's not like I just bought my first thing the other day. Like, I've definitely bought stuff in the past and not just in, like, Hearthstone either. Um, I, I like the way Fortnite run it. Um, the leveling and the progression system in Fortnite's straightforward as anything. It's like you either get like the freemium, like free to play progression, which is like every five levels or so you get something, or you get like your little fifteen dollar um premium uh level of progression, which gives you something every single level. And the good thing about that as well is that if you get that later, they give you everything you would have unlocked on the way up. Um, and it's cheap. It's like fifteen bucks. It's good. And then there's all the other things, but the pricing is a bit ridiculous. Like I worked out, I was looking at the store the other day and there was like a suit for something like 1500 V coins or whatever the hell the currency is called. Bucks. And it worked out to be something like... It is V coins. It Nailed is V coins, yeah. Oh, so what's um, V bucks? Oh, it could be V bucks. Oh, know. it is V bucks. Yeah, sorry. Bucks coins. We're splitting, we're splitting fictional currency here yeah it worked out to be like i think it worked out to be 18 dollars or something for this suit and i just thought for the skin i just thought that's a bit steep for a cosmetic but obviously people are happy to pay that um yeah that that know. that weirds me out more than i don't have like a moral opposition to that i just it weirds me out thinking about the kind of people who would just see that and be like yeah that's totally worth money there is some mm. shitty clothing that i want to buy from fucking PUBG. <laughs> Yeah, I and and that's one thing I think Fortnite does exponentially better than PUBG is the fact that there is that progression system where obviously it doesn't improve your abilities in any way, but the more you play, the more skins you get, the yeah. you know, your glider gets customization, your backpack, your emotes, all that kind of stuff. And truth be told, I saw someone rocking around the other day in a green dinosaur onesie outfit and I'm like, fuck, I want this bad. And obviously you can't just buy these from the store any other time. They're all on a timer. Mm. So I've missed out until it might come back. So I'm, you know, chomping at the bit now to get this goddamn dinosaur skin. Ch- checking in every day, I Just on the online, mm-hmm. on the on the app. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like I, I... I don't disagree with it. Like I think it's such a great game. It's free. Um, you get almost the entire experience for free. Um, and then this just goes to show people are willing to put money into it um, just for the cosmetics and the cosmetics are, you know, justifiable um, yeah. for in-game, in-game purchases. So it says almost all of the world except for Belgium, which we'll come back to. I feel like you wanted to come nice, back to that, didn't nice. you? Nice, Yes, that is good. That is good. Um H1Z1, remember that game? Which was one of, I guess, the main <laughs> water cooler discussion titles that were bringing in Battle Royale. You know, brought in on the PC way back when. Uh, then the, the so- Sony bought exclusivity for it for PlayStation 4. It is finally coming to the PlayStation 4 on May 22nd. Who in the fuck cares? Oh, good. I'm glad you read oh. that last bit of the uh, this little little blurb that you wrote. Saw <laughs> the who I, I just, cares. Yeah, I saw this. This is going to limp out. It's going to die a very, 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 very quick death, I think. Um, no one cares. 
Fortnite and PUBG are the two big dogs. I, don't, I could be wrong. I was wrong about Fortnite. I thought it was going to, you know, fade off into the ether really quick, and and here it is, the biggest game in the goddamn world. But I don't know. So H1Z1, King of the Kill, or whatever it is, that's what's going to PS4. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. I never played it. Uh, I played it. I yeah. Mm. It was. You know. It's obviously sort of the closest. If you, it's it's a PUBG, you know, they're they're twin sisters. If you want to look at it in that regard, like they play pretty goddamn identical. Um, it's that same sort of more gritty reality based battle royale mode as opposed to a Fortnite, which is more fun and family friendly. But yeah, I I think this game's going to die super damn quick. Depends mm. if it's super damn quick. If the price is right. I reckon I'm you'll just pro- checking that now. Yeah, you'll probably see like a small like group that, that that I guess it will cater to the group that, um, Fortnite's for kids, um, and PUBG's only on Xbox, so it might cater to that group, maybe. Okay, so it's it's free to play on the PS4, or oh, you can pay sixty dollars for the Nemesis pre-order bundle. Which gets you literally some skins. Wow, that went from zero to one hundred. What the hell? Yeah, for free, or you can yeah. drop sixty bucks to yeah. get one skin and like oh, a couple of skins and some weapon skins as well. Like pfft, that's ridiculous. That's not good. Mm. Oh, well. I don't think there's many people going to be buying the old Nemesis bundle. No, I like again. I never played it. I I don't. It seems... How old is it now? It's like two years old, right? Oh, King of the Kill. It's got to be It's got to be at least two years. I'm giving you the exact vetting right now. Yeah, um... It's been around for... Yeah, God. Early 2016. Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, I don't know. Does it think it can compete? I saw 500 I people watching it on Twitch. Um, at the time I read this, like I thought I'd just double check. And that's, that's not many people. <laughs> no, that's like, that's like, those are like te- Tekken 7 numbers, which is horrible. Like you don't want to be having the same numbers as a fighting game. No one watches fighting games. Um, yeah. I would if you were playing great. in no dream. Oh, thanks. Thanks, bud. Pax Day 2 champion. Pax Day, day 1 champion. Oh, sorry. One. You, you can get you can get yeah. day two this year coming. So we can uh, we can oh. all guess who actually wasn't there cheering him on on Pax Day. <laughs> I saw uh-huh. parts of it. No, because remember we were watching from the side, and, yeah. and I think you and I were standing beside each other. We thought he lost. In, yeah, like, the no, we were match watching we the wrong him. character, and we're like, oh, he's feeling pretty good about losing. He's like, no, it's the other side. <laughs> we're like, wow. I smashed. I absolutely smashed that guy as well. Yeah, like, no, and that's what we were thought. But yeah. like, how is this happening in just front of to, us? Just to relive the former glory. Um, it was a good so, watch. So you, it are, actually... you are Fortnite. <laughs> no, sorry, Ali, you were saying it was a good watch? It, it was a good watch. And you had a good cheer squad behind you as well. I did. I did have a great cheer squad that day. It was weird. I had people, like, I don't really, uh, I don't think I'd really met NATO properly. And I had NATO there cheering me on, mm-hmm. which was very confronting. Um, because he's such like a ball of hero. energy. You're like he's his my hero. hero. Loved it. He's oh, my hero. You're both each other's heroes. Okay. Mm. Fucking hell, calm down. Mm. Hero jealousy or something. Now, we'll unpack that on another episode. 
the the last bit of the battle royale roundup, uh, Miramar, which is obviously the second map that is in PUBG available on PC, is also now available on the Xbox One version of the game. Uh, in my opinion, the map is too goddamn big. Yeah, enjoy that Xbox know. players. <laughs> yeah. Have fun. I'm I'm wondering how it's gonna how it's gonna render. Like the the amount of additional textures and environment that it's gonna try and push through the Xbox oh. in that state is gonna be an absolute nightmare. Yeah, good luck but to yeah. them. Mm. And good luck to the citizens of Belgium who have officially declared loot boxes gambling and therefore illegal. So this came out uh, just yesterday, and uh, 25th of April, and uh, we've, we've grabbed this article from Eurogamer. Uh, so yeah, New- the Netherlands have declared that they are gambling and illegal. Belgium has also chimed in and agreed... Okay, so a statement from Minister of Justice, Cohen Geens, apologies if I butchered that name, uh, said FIFA 18, Overwatch, and CSGO were therefore illegal and demanded their loot boxes removed. If they are not, the publishers risk a prison sentence of up to five years and a fine of 800,000 euros. Holy crap. When minors are involved, those punishments can be doubled. So if they aren't removed from the local localized versions um, of FIFA, Overwatch, and CSGO, <laughs> publishers can get 10 years in jail and 1.6... No, yeah, 1.6 million euro fines. <laughs> Belgium aren't fucking around. <laughs> no, they really aren't. Holy it's, shit. It's sort of... Uh, it's It's hard to disagree with them. I feel like, because um, I agree, I think it's a form of gambling. I do. I just, I think there's a, it's not a like a binary good, bad thing. It's like, there's a bit of a spectrum here and you kind of have to take it all into consideration. These companies need to make money. Um, and also like, you need to judge the the loot box on its own merits. Like, I know you guys all love Overwatch and you think Overwatch do a good job of it. And we we're just talking about how, um, even though it's not like loot boxes, like in-game purchases in Fortnite are done really well. Mm. Um, I think it's hilarious that they're threatening these guys with 10 years prison. <laughs> That's the crazy thing. Imagine being up yeah. there with like a fucking murderer and stuff like that and being like, what'd you do? Oh, you know, murdered 50 people. What did you do? Put a loot box in a game? But, mm. but I suppose like if you ask me what, I would like what games I would consider to have like the worst loot boxes. I would definitely say CSGO and I would absolutely talk about FIFA. Um, cause they're crap. Like the, the card packs you get in FIFA are just so shit. Um, to get like star players for your own team. It's so hard to actually like, it's just like any other collectible card game in that regard. Um, like a wrestling card game here. or anything like that. I was about that. to say, like I a, hope WWE or, Supercard gets evaluated by the uh, uh, the Belgians. You know, they mean business. And Help me a, out here, Belgium. There's a like a, a, a um like a cash market for CS:GO, um for the weapons and the skins you get in that game. Like, and that's all driven on the fact that the in-game loot boxes are just random. Um, it's yeah, it's it is gambling. Like, would you yeah. disagree with just on that basic notion that you're not gambling? No, I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, some some games do it a lot better and or a lot worse than others. But yeah, there's at, at the 
base of all of this, it is gambling, whether it be a skin that adds no difference to your gaming experience apart from the aesthetics or as you said like getting a, a star player in fifa or like a madden ultimate team or something like it is mm. it is all gambling it just depends i guess on what end of the scale where we're looking at it as yeah well who was the country that um made it a rule that so like you have to show your percentage of winning china who was that china See, did I- that yeah so china china you have to publish um the likelihood of getting tears of loot okay i wonder if that's a deterrent i I think that should be added to this type of stuff truth be told if i saw raw figures like that in certain games i'd probably be more hesitant to to buy buy a loot crate or a chest or throw some money into a game when i can see okay percentage of winning this it's 0.75 but there are are, like there are loose there are loose stats out there like you can put it together i know in hearthstone you average two legendaries in 40 packs right so that's like a loose stat already like under 10 percent chance of under five percent chance of getting no what is that 10 it's like well under 10 percent closer to seven of getting a legendary in a pack so i know that um sometimes it'll be out but that's how you know random mm. things work um i'm sure you could but figure all, it out all, i don't those, think it's a all those stats are done by like obviously players of the game or, or third-party websites like yeah if it's reddit, almost slapped on a game like just reddit like pages. on a bloody cigarette warning label you know yeah something like that where you're buying a loot crate and it comes down with a little little tab on the side and it shows okay percentage of getting a legendary skin x yeah. scale <laughs> that way. like imagine if they try and enforce it and standardize it that way yeah it's a good point but it's interesting you know these the european nations they do not muck about they don't fuck around no um, australia no. we we still are pretty non-committal on this as we usually are with most decisions we'll just sort of follow one of the big brothers and and see what happens but uh they, yeah, nothing they from the US, nothing from the uk as well australia will not go against gambling because much of our economy is built on gambling so there's no way that they're gonna like try and pick a fight with the gaming industry because then everyone can just turn back and say all right what about the pokies like i I disagree with that actually i think they're actually more inclined to consider it gambling for that for that very reason because they do because they'll put a tax tax, on it they tax the shit out of gambling i think it's something like 50 cents of every dollar that goes through a pokey in new south wales goes to the government and so that's only going to incentivize but they'll make a connection of the kid like they'll do some kind of connection like oh you know and then now you're taking advantage of our kids and blah blah blah, blah. well no that's that's know. not that's not their problem like once they classify it that way it's up to the publishers to actually you know um age gate it yeah pretty much hmm. okay. um but, uh, well that's, our, that's, our industry doesn't Sony's really invest Microsoft's in gaming problem. so there's no money that they can sort of sue these companies for locally anyway yeah i like i don't mm. think it's likely to happen but i feel like if they got a whiff of it that'd be it that's where they'd be going with it. I'll tell you what, if there was a more chilly pokey in my tuck shop as a kid, I would have been there fucking slapping all <laughs> Just tap, tap, tapper. Um, tap, tap, tapper. Tapping and slapping till your heart's content. Um, mm. Yeah. Anyway, Belgium. Go, good on you. Take a stand. Mm. Back yourself, you know, Belgium. La- land of the waffle and now land of the banned loot boxes, you know? pioneers in all aspects of life the belgians i'm just like i'm just curious on what they would do with um like with those games now like do they just completely ban the store basically maybe that's what and, they and have i want to know 
if this, you know, say say they went ahead and tried to drop these criminal charges onto one of these developers, mm. would that five year <laughs> prison sentence go to like say the CEO, or would it go to one of the gaming, you know, coders, or would it go to the marketing guys? Who it would, would go to jail? It falls, would go yeah. to it would go to the senior executives, wouldn't it? It would go to the CEO. Mm. Um, CFO stuff like that, CTO. Well, just the CEO, I think. And I, I, I say this like I know it would just be anyone who's in a position <laughs> no, of no, power no, to decide. Like, fine. <laughs> it's like that they, yeah, it would be like the directors if there are directors of these companies. I don't know. I'll shut yeah, all the board. Maybe up. just uh, five years <laughs> to everyone on the board. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. No, no, I can't imagine any board anywhere is happy to do jail time over a video game. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. We'll see what comes out, especially uh, what comes out of Belgium. You know, yeah. the, the gaming hotspot as it is right now. Maybe that's why Valve should... in Campo Santo, just to like take the fall. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Scapegoat. Yeah. What if the prison sentence was to now. drop... <laughs> CSGO, it's your baby. (laughs) That's your problem now, mate. Good luck, Campo Santo. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. I feel like I've torched that poor name now. Um, What happens if the prison sentence is a battle royale? Oh, I would would buy the bloody DLC pack for that one. I tell you what, I'd gamble on that. (laughs) Yeah, give me that Nemesis pack for that, baby. (laughs) I feel like like a Russian prison, maybe. But in Belgium, I feel like prison's just, like, nice. Prison's like American rich prison. You know, there's just something fun to do every day. There's activities. Old Rene Rivkin, how he pretty much just had like a a studio apartment as his prison that he died in anyway. Justice. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's the news for this week. And sadly, I think we need to put a call out because this is the first episode we've done. We've actually caught up to our review database we are out of fresh itunes reviews yeah so sadly no itunes review in episode 102 uh 8-bit nation please find some time to uh write a review to us or write into us tell us what you want to talk about what's getting up your goat at the moment what are you playing what are you doing tell us all the things via the email hello at 8bit.net or on all the socials at we are 8-bit uh because we want to hear from you want to get your thoughts you want to get your opinions with those fingers on the pulses out there and and the hot takes because you know we we love that hot shit we want to open this up a little bit more and no doubt we'll probably like sort of shape this show more as we go we're 102 episodes in we're still trying to work it out who the fuck knows but um one thing i wanted to say before we start wrapping it up uh from may 16th to through to june 15th um xbox games with gold metal gear solid 5 is available for free So mark that date in your calendar because it is a phenomenal piece of gaming history that everyone needs to try. So, uh, yeah, that's about it from me. Is there anything you guys want to say before we uh, wrap this up for 102nd time? Pretty certain there's a Detroit Become Human demo. Yes, that completely skipped my mind. It is available free to play on the PlayStation Store right now. I don't know if it's timed. I don't know if it's limited, but it's available now. (laughs) We'll find out. Mm, no nothing on my part be kind to one another because i don't know i feel like that's a bit that's a bit wanky isn't it to end the show with that be honest with one nice. another be honest and if it's nice then make it's better nice. spaghetti and if it's not, 
Fuck. Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, let's not go yeah. there. Fuck. Fuck that. <laughs> nah. uh, bad spaghetti. Is no good for anybody. But until next time, 8 Nation, much love. Stay hungry. I'm not hungry for bad spaghetti. You've been listening to The Hungry Gamers, one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.